Mark Hockman. My favorite ice cream truck treat is Cheetos. Channing Crowder. Hey, hey, Sugarfoot. I wake up, I piss excellence. Alejandro Solana. February. You sound like asthma. I'm naked right now. All right. And moving on. Sports. Someone texts in, they want to know if you'll honk your horn. How about that? Now, why did Deerfield Beach proclaim a Channing Crowder day? No idea. Don't throw any eggs in my house, Crowder. More sports. Give me that donkey button and big old legs. I ain't too proud to big. No, I would never do-do here at the station. The most sports. You're telling me you don't want to grab a beer in the middle of the night. And you know what I want for Hanukkah? I want a cameo from Aiken and Dove. The Hawkman and Crowder extravaganza begins now. I guess we can bring that song back now that they've got the flashback Fridays and they'll be bringing back the teal jerseys. Crank up a little. Everyone's doing the fish. Banger. Marlins pitchers and catchers reported to Jupiter today. I am doing the show wearing a Marlins jersey. I don't know what era this is from. This might be their current logo. I don't know. I've literally lost track of all the Marlins logos. Do you know? Do you know? The, the jersey I'm wearing right now, Solana, like what? Yeah. how many iterations ago is this? I think two iterations ago, that's when they moved to Marlins Park in Little this Havana, the... and they made that new transition to the Miami Marlins. You are mm. rocking that jersey right now. The M has 73 different colors on it. Right. Nobody knows. God knows right. why. And the fish... Doesn't even really look like a fish. Right. It's like a little bit of a sail, like a bill. And it almost kind of looks a little bit like the roof. Right. It does look like the roof. That's a good call by you. Hawk, let me just get this out of the way really quickly here. I love that the Marlins are doing Flashback Fridays. I love that. I love nostalgia and the best era of Marlins baseball. They wore teal. Agreed. Don't just stop there. It's the same thing with the Dolphins. Oh, we're going to play with the throwbacks once a year. You talk about it all the time. Finding unanimous approval on a topic in sports in South Florida is impossible. Yep. But unanimously, all Dolphins fans hate the new logo or the new. I mean, it's been out now for a decade. They want the old Dolphins apparel the old dolphins look everybody loves it nobody disagrees with it and the same goes with the marlins you can still be the miami marlins and wear teal and black and still have the same logo just change the colors back to teal and black everybody would approve of that it's it's so easy let's just get let's get it done let's get the ball i totally agree everyone's in agreement on the dolphins no question about it the throwbacks when they have the uh the throwback end zones i mean everything involved with the throwbacks just bring it back and if you want to do the new logo a couple times a year as a goof knock yourself out marlins the teal that's the special era that's what we love about them i'm in on that i don't know again the logo itself, because I can't—I literally can't keep track. Because wasn't there a, a time where it was like a a weird cursive M, and like I I, I honestly can't even keep track. Anyway, I don't, I don't want to spoil the celebration. Uh, I'll give you my impersonation here. Baseball, it's back. 
because pitchers and catchers report today in Jupiter. And we'll talk with Mike Cunho. He's been up in Jupiter today. Um, this, uh, this is an exciting time of, uh, of year. And I actually feel like the Marlins actually have made some maneuvers to strengthen the hitting. They have a decent pitching staff. As long as Sandy's there, they'll miss Pablo Lopez, obviously, but, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm a little bit excited about the Marlins this coming season. Me too. I like Skip Schumacher. He was awesome on our show. So, I mean, that's what I'm, I'm buying in strictly because I like Skip Schumacher. Um, so Crowder is off today. And then uh, I'll be off tomorrow and then most of next week. And so we're a little bit, you know, post-Super Bowl. We get a little breather here. And then uh, and then we'll be back at it for NBA playoffs and hopefully NHL playoffs and the start of uh, baseball season. And then March Madness, of course, and uh, college baseball season as well. I have something to get to on that because, you know, the uh, University of Miami opens tomorrow, college baseball. So there's a lot going on. We're still on a high from yesterday. Zach Thomas was on with us yesterday. He gave us 30 minutes of his time. He does not do local lengthy interviews. He doesn't do national lengthy interviews, but because he's so friendly with Crowder, he gave us 30 minutes yesterday. It was great. Uh, a whole slew of people have watched the interview on YouTube and listened to it on the podcast. Hopefully you've had a chance to hear it because he was phenomenal. Gave so many great, interesting nuggets that I had never heard before. So uh, very excited to uh, to do today's show, knowing that it will not be able to compare to yesterday's show. Even though we love Mike Cuno and Rob Pizzola is going to join us today and Pitchers and Catchers Report. But, you know, yesterday, Orande was in his bag. Zach Thomas was in his bag. And, uh, and so we'll just kind of forge ahead here. And, uh, and get a little excited about baseball. So let's begin today's show with headlines. So I'm wearing a Marlins jersey. What are you wearing there, Solana? What is that? It's a Manchester United kit. Ah, what uh, what for? Are they playing today? I don't know. I, uh, right. I have an extensive selection of jerseys to choose from every day when I open up my closet. And I decided, you know what? I'm going to start flexing some of my jerseys on this mm. uh, on our YouTube live or whatever. So... I'm rocking jerseys, and I'll, I'll I'll show you over time. Do you have any Marlins jerseys? I do have two. Really? Two Marlins jerseys. Tag the Marlins when you when you send this video out. Tag the Marlins, and if they're mm -hmm. watching this, I could use a, a new logo. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Me too. That's what I'm saying. Maybe a little Jazz Chisholm action on the back. Eh, just give me blank. Good with blank. Really? You know what this one has? You know this they because they that, gave me. Is this that one. the five sixty Hawkman one? Yeah, I, I wouldn't wear that out. That's embarrassing. Yeah, can't wear it. That's supposed to be like hung up in your wall somewhere. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> Put it in a nice frame. You hang it mm, up. Great idea. Yeah, and get right on that. <laughs> you wear that to the ballpark? No shot. All the time. <laughs> no, no, my shot. wife can wear it though. I, I wouldn't yeah. wear it because that's kind of, I mean, not kind of. I mean, that is so schmaltzy that I, I just, you know, I like schmaltz, not like that. But my <laughs> wife can wear it because it's cutesy if she does. All right, Hawk. Let's get to headlines. We're driven by the new Palmetto Ford Truck Super Center. Why buy your truck at a car store? Palmetto Ford. We know trucks. Big Panthers game tonight at the Capitals, 7 p.m. Bobrovsky's in net. And a bit of news, Sam Bennett. He's injured, so he's out today. But Paul Maurice doesn't think it's super serious. 
Doesn't think he'll be out too much time, but could be without Sam Bennett for the next few games. I love this text. I know, you know, there are people who live their entire lives thinking that there are conspiracies going on around them, that everyone is just dictating. So someone texts in, you guys have to build it up. I get it. But we know the Marlins are trash. Why would we have to build it up? I have zero relationship with the Marlins. We don't even air the games on our station. They're on Clear Channel. The hell would I? What? I don't give a bleep. If you think the Marlins are going to be good or bad, we're going to wait and see. What what do I what am I building them up for? They didn't give me a dollar. I just ripped them at the start of the show for having bad uniforms. Literally. I just said I don't even know what their logo is. <laughs> I happen to be a Marlins fan, but why would I have to build them up for what? And then the guy's going to I know what he'll text back cuz I've been seeing this for 20 years. So then the guy will text back, "Oh, you have to build it up cuz it's for, you know, for radio ratings." I have to tell you Ratings are better when everything stinks. That's the honest-to-God truth. The 1-15 in Dolphin season, best radio ratings I think I've ever been involved in. If something stinks, it makes for better radio because people like to kvetch. They like to complain. So, no, I'm not, I'm not building up the Marlins. I happen to be excited over a couple of the off-season moves that they made. There you go. No one paid me for that. It's my opinion. But if you get a New Jersey out of it, you know. Oh, my God. Wait till, because we're going to do the show out there at spring training on March 1st. I mean, I am going to I am going to fawn all over this team. <laughs> um, so, Panthers at the Capitals tonight, 7 p.m. Must watch tonight, also, Hawk. Also, if the Marlins were paying us to build it up, wouldn't they be very disappointed in this segment? I mean, like, I'm, exci- like, I'm excited about the Marlins season, but I was saying – Hey, they got the logo wrong. They should go back to the old logo. Can you send me a free jersey? Like, my, like what, what did I do? <laughs> hey. Person's watching a lot of big O. Think it, yeah, exactly. Think we're That's in exactly. the bag with all of the, exactly. the organizations. Yeah, everybody's in the bag. Everybody, nobody tells you like it is. I'm the only one who tells it like it is. But okay. <laughs> go tell it like it is. Um, that was a bad heat game last night, Hawk. Very bad. You were disappointed at the end of that game, I know, from the text that you sent me. I was very upset. Very yeah. but upset. But I don't understand. Like, here's something that I don't understand. The Heat are a middling team. And Brooklyn is a middling team. And Brooklyn was at home. So, I, I don't understand. Like, what did you expect last night? A I mean, the win. line was what? Okay. A win. But why? <laughs> because you're going up against a team that has a whole new roster, and that was an important game. You're chasing them in the standings. New York jumps you. The net, uh, the Knicks, rather, now jump you in the standings, and I'm you go saying, into the all-star break. I'm not saying, did you want to win? Would it be beneficial for them to have gotten a win? I'm just saying, what makes it so shocking that this middling Miami Heat team lost to a middling Brooklyn team in Brooklyn? It's a good point. I am being irrational when I'm expecting them to win games the way that they won games last season. We're 59 games into the year. They can't shoot threes. And you're right, they're the seventh seed in the East. I shouldn't be surprised that they're losing to the five seed on the road on a random Wednesday. I shouldn't. That's all I'm saying. I that's shouldn't all I'm saying. Be. Like, it wasn't, like, you know, that's it, not Houston at home where you would have been like, what the bleep? You know. 
Yeah, but maybe don't let McCall Bridges drop 45 on you and maybe hit a three-pointer. Give me Everyone one more. Everyone likes to have uh, – every, every rando likes to have a career game against the Heat once in a lifetime. I mean, maybe he joins the he joins the Paul Millsap club. The random scrub heat killer. Maybe Jimmy Butler takes more than an eleven jumpers yesterday, eleven field goal attempts. Maybe he gives you fourteen field goal attempts. Maybe. Not last night. Well, anyways, they're off until Duncan next Friday. Duncan give me any more than uh, one three? Was Duncan Duncan have more than one three? He was two of seven from three last night. All of his attempts came from three. Knocked down a pair. Knocked down a pair. I would have made I, I would have made a montage. had he gone like O of ten, I was gonna make a montage. <laughs> or had he gone like At four my, of seven. My friends, my texter friend, that's exactly why epically bad is always better than epically good. Like Solana had a really good radio plan for today if Duncan Robinson went O for ten. That's my point. <laughs> I don't need to sell anything to anybody. Um so interested in Kevin Love, Hawk. You know, I like the big names. Um, he's obviously unhappy in Cleveland. You know, who wouldn't be, first of all? But, um, yeah, I okay. Really? That's it? Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. So, it, it I saw Ira tweet something about, like, the Heat are thinking more big. That And, and my thought on it, and my honest to God thought is, I think Russell Westbrook just isn't thinking heat. So the heat are thinking big. It was like, oh, no, 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 no. We had, we had put our eyes on Serge Ibaka the whole time. That was our guy. You know what I mean? So I don't know what to believe. Bring me Serge Ibaka. Bring me Kevin Love. I'm fine. That's good. All right. I'm with you. Like, like what? yeah, why not? I think you're downplaying Kevin Love a little bit, but I'm I'm with you. Bring me Sergi Bacafrita and bring me Kevin Amor, and and I'm I'm a hundred percent in on the Heat this season. I I am right. so invested in Kevin Love right now. You have no idea. Okay, I dreamt Biggest Kevin Love fan this side of the uh, Mississippi. I dreamt about him. I woke up at six a.m. I've been watching Kevin Love highlights nonstop. Sign Kevin Love. Bring him to Miami. I'm, are I'm, the highlights I'm you're watching? I just I, I hate to throw cold water on this. Are the highlights you're watching from this year? No, of course not. All right, no, this All is right. prime Kevin Love, like Minnesota. Okay, and then you're two with the Cavs. You know, you're not getting him. Well, I don't know. I mean, Heat culture. Okay, we'll use the Heat culture on Duncan Robinson first. <laughs> He's already here. The amount of culture that they've used on Duncan Robinson, it's dried up. It is dried the bleep up. Airballed a three-pointer last night. Wide open. Airballed it. Incredible. Yeah, Clippers have begun conversations with Russell Westbrook, so that's looking unlikely. Okay. Um, your weather from the Demesman and Dover Law Firm. Call them, 866-954-MORE. It is a decent afternoon in South Florida, around 78 degrees right now. Tonight, the lows are going to drop into the mid to upper 60s. That is your weather. All right. Uh, Mike Cuno is up in Jupiter today for CBS 4 because it's his obligation to pump them up to you, even though you know that they're going to be a terrible team, Texter. But we'll continue on with this charade. Uh, Mike Cuno joins us next. This is the Hawk and Crowder Show. Someone texts in. They want to know if you'll honk your horn. How about that? Hawk and Crowder. All songs with love in the title because Solana 
is all about Kevin Love coming to the Miami Heat. So all songs with love. Little Stevie Wonder, I just called to say I love you, which is also perfect to bring on Mike Cuno from CBS4. He's on the Toyota of Hollywood hotline. Mike Cuno, sports anchor uh, here in Miami. And uh, you could see him nationally on CBS Sports HQ. He was up in Jupiter today. Marlins pitchers and catchers reported. How is Jupiter? You excited about baseball season? Jupiter Jupiter is always fun because it always feels like a clean slate to the baseball season, even though like expectations with the Marlins in recent years has been low. Uh, you always get excited for baseball, but this year, I don't know. Something feels a little different. It, it doesn't, it doesn't feel that kind of stale. It feels like the Marlins have a little bit of momentum coming into the year. That's what I was saying. I actually, uh, I actually like, I mean, they needed hitting, right? And I think not that right. they've gone out and brought Giancarlo Stanton back, but they've needed hitting and they went out and they've kind of addressed that. I mean, the thing you don't want to see this season is Sandy Alcantara going out there, throwing a gem and, and holding the opposing team to two runs and he puts up an L because they can't score for him. So I, I kind of feel like there might be a little something going on with the Marlins. Yeah, adding adding a batting champ like Luis Arias and hopefully getting Jazz Chisholm back, um, and you know some of, I think what they've done with the infield Segura going to have Wendell and Birdie I think in the mix there, um, and then of course the new the new rule changes in baseball I think that actually might favor the Marlins because they have to get at they've got a huge park they have to get out of this idea of we need power hitting I think they, if they play to their park and play the new rules that's going to like encourage people getting on base they may find a way to, you know, string more wins together this year. I think it could be interesting. I kind of like the rule changes, putting, putting the ball in play a little bit more, seeing guys um, a little bit more situational hitting. I think that's going to be kind of cool. And we'll see, if, uh, I, I, we'll see if Skip Schumacher can get them going in the right direction. But, but I, at least it looks like on paper they've addressed the hitting portion of this. They may not have, like, big bombers out there, but guys who can get on base. Did you talk to Skip Schumacher while you were up there today? Yeah, yeah, he had a oh man, he had a press conference bright and early, nine forty-five. Not to mention the clubhouse opening up at eight fifteen. You've always been up since like five in the morning. <laughs> uh, but 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 yeah, it, there was a he he said it. Um, there's a good energy out there. They want to win. Kim Eng has said it. Now she's in a couple of years here uh, with the Marlins. That this it, it you know she's always excited for spring, but definitely can address how it does feel like a new energy for them. Cuno, Kevin Love to the heat. What would you say? I, I mean, at this point, yes, because, like, what do you need with this team? Uh, you need some size because they're bottom third in rebounding. And then a very smart person came on my show last week and told me that he needed three-point shooting because, you know, bottom third in the league in three-point shooting. Uh young gentleman by the name of Alejandro Solana dropping the heat facts on the I was going to ask you. So, I was going to ask you, yeah. how, how, how is he doing? He's practically your co-anchor at this point. He's on every Sunday night on CBS4. Mm -hmm. are, are you feeling the heat? My bosses have asked if, um, if I just hit paternity leave early. So, look, we'll get wow. Solana in here. Don't, you don't need to worry about anything else. Um, he'll, just, he'll just, you know, take over. Um, he's got the hair for it. He's got the confidence for it. He just wants to talk up there uh, about the heat for 22 and a half minutes. So I think that's what's going to happen.
possible that uh, Alejandro Solana's brilliance on CBS4 scared Ruthie Polinsky right off television? Oh, man. You know what? I saw Ruthie today. I should have asked her that. She did look a little shook. And every time I mentioned Solana coming on the show, like she was she was like, oh, don't bring him up, please. Solana, why? uh, Why Kevin Love? Why does it? (laughs) Here's the thing that I think, Cuno, is that there's just no one left. Like, it seems like Russell Westbrook's going to the Clippers. So it's like, okay, Serge Ibaka and Kevin Love, that's who the Heat really wanted. Yeah, so, you know, and I think this is what the frustrating part for Heat fans has become was how come these things weren't addressed in the offseason? How come they weren't addressed at the trade deadline? And it feels like you're getting other people's scraps, right? And I think that's the frustrating thing. But if you are going to be one of these teams that avoid the play-in game, then you're going to have to find what's out there and see if that little bit of Heat culture can make it work. Um, with the Heat this year, I, you know, are they contenders? Probably not, but they certainly at times look like a team you don't want to play in the playoffs. They, like they can be annoying, they can be a headache. Um, and then from there, you never know. Can they go on a Can they go on a little bit of a run? But yeah, some of these things they just have to address. I mean, the injury issues again have been there. Victor Oladipo, Kyle Lowry. Um, although Lowry isn't really giving you much, but but yeah, uh, I think you have to make some sort of move if you want to get out of you know that bottom chunk of those those playing teams. And I know the idea, Cuno and Hawk, that a player is getting bought out at this point in the season for a reason, right? Like, that's the argument mm-hmm. where it's, hey, he's getting bought out because the the team he's on, which, by the way, is a contender in the Cavs, don't need him. How could that be good news? Right. But I will submit to you that there are times where a championship contending team like Cleveland has a really good player in Kevin Love, who I get is past his prime, just doesn't fit their needs right now. And uh, they've come to an agreement where he's saying, hey, I still have something left to give. I don't want to sit on the bench. I want to go to a team. They do do owe it to him. Right. So, and I get it. It's not Kevin Love from 2015. I I don't think anybody Mm -hmm. is expecting that. But what do the Heat need? As you just said, Mike, they need three-point shooting. They need somebody who can rebound. He's better than anybody the Heat have coming off the bench. It's all undrafted players. How much can you expect from Haywood Highsmith, Jamari Bouye, and this idea that Yurtevin's going to come back and really jumpstart this offense to me, I think, is fool's gold. At least you get a veteran, somebody you know will buy into the culture, and somebody who, Mm -hmm. at the very least, can knock down an open three-pointer, which is what they need more than anything. I think it's the perfect fit, and truthfully, I talked myself into Serge Ibaka because, like Hawk mentioned, there's not much else out there. But Kevin Love... Kevin Love, to me, actually makes sense more than anybody, definitely more than Russell Westbrook. Yeah, so here's what the Heat need. The Heat need, before they even got into this, the trade talks, the buyout market, the Heat needed their guys that they paid big money to to perform, and it just didn't happen, right? Kyle Lowry, whether he's underperforming or injured. Duncan Robinson, whether he's underperforming or injured. That's what they needed, and they never got it. And so now, now that's why you're in this position. Yes, Kevin Love does kind of suit the two needs you need, as you mentioned. You know, size and three-point shooting. It's just, I just think it's frustrating that it's come, it's come to this. Like, you you see a team with two bona fide stars in the NBA and Bam and Jimmy, and why can't they? Any any team in the NBA would kill to have those two guys. Like, why can't the rest of the supporting cast like keep up? And that's and that's part on the front office. 
Cunho, I'm going to read yeah. everyone here. I hope I'm not betraying your trust. I'm going to read everyone the text that I got from you on Super Bowl afternoon, Sunday afternoon. No one's beating my Super like Bowl coming. snacks. <laughs> let, me, let me get through it. No one's beating my Super Bowl snacks, unsalted almonds, plantain mm-hmm. chips, and went wild with dried mango slices. So we've talked all week. Crowder uh, is off today, but we've talked all week about what people ate, where they watched. Your honest, honest to God, your Super Bowl snacks and your Super Bowl night meal, plantain chips, unsalted almonds, and dried mango slices. Yes. Yeah, I don't. I, Solana may have seen it on my desk when he came by to, to tape our segment. Um, yeah, yeah, and you know what? I felt great the next. Like I told you, I bet you felt like crap the next day going to work. Um, but I did not. No Super Bowl hangover here. We keep it moving, foot on the gas always, and that's how you do it. You got to eat good. Yeah, he did. Like because I texted him, my wife made cheesesteaks. You know, she's from Philly, so she made goat cheese and marinara cheesesteaks. And we had French onion dip while we were watching the pregame. And we had some carrots and some chips. And Cunha was like, you already are fine with the carrots there. That's a perfect delivery system for the dip. Why do you need the chips? And I'm like, I need the chips because it's Super Bowl Sunday and it's a better delivery system. And then he said, you're going to feel like poop tomorrow, I bet. And I said, I already do. So there you go. It doesn't even matter. It's a default setting. It's a default setting. That is my default setting. It's been my default for about 20 years now. And that's how I'm, uh, I'm going to ride it out. I'm right. So really, that was your – you worked, obviously, for the Super Bowl because you yeah. were on Sunday night. But that was like – like, was that getting buck wild, those snacks? <laughs> no, all of those at once, yes. Yeah, because you usually try to wow. spread them out in the day. But I'm like a when – when I watch like big games, I'm a little bit of a nervous eater. So I went through, I went through all of that. Uh, all those snacks before the game ended. I then got through it before the before the fourth quarter started. Not to mention um, chicken wings, but we didn't get with sauce, right? So it's just the plain chicken wings. All right. Hey, I mean, what? What? So uh, Solana, you were on with him Sunday night. Did you not see the end of the Super Bowl, or did you watch it uh, with Mike? I know you guys taped it in advance, but you couldn't have taped it in two of the afternoon, did you? It was a little earlier. Not not two in the afternoon, but it was before the Super Bowl started. Oh, all right, so you were yeah. still able to go and enjoy a Super Bowl. Uh, oh, right. that's right, because you were watching with your girlfriend. You told us the story. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't go with the healthy snacks, Cunha. I went with half-off Papa John's because the Heat had won the night before. So I, I took advantage uh, with, with a little pizza. But, Hawk, give Cunha credit. I mean, he went with wings, right? Like, that's, that's synonymous with the Super Bowl. He went with his healthy stuff, but he also took down some wings. By the way, is that right. half-off Papa John's? That was probably the last one you've been able to order, right? <laughs> yes, actually. That, that was I don't the think they have I've it for the Panthers anymore, right? It's just for the Heat right now? I think it's just, I think it's just the Heat. You're asking the wrong about, guy. You're barking up the wrong guy. I know. I know. It just, <laughs> that, that doesn't appeal to you, huh? No. No. How'd you think uh, Rihanna did for halftime? Um, I, thought it was, I thought it was just fine. Like the the songs are all great. Um, I was nervous because obviously, as many people know, my wife is pregnant, so I am just in that mode. I'm like, oh my god, get off the stage! Like, what what are, what are we doing? <laughs> um, so 
so I was looking at it through that lens. Um, I thought the songs were great, um, but but yeah, I mean, she's she's awesome. But it, you know, I, I was in a nervous, like nervous state watching her on those like floating stages. So it was a little what? anxiety. I had a little anxiety as well watching that. I'm like, what? What? Like, I know, I know that they're secured, but I don't know. And and uh, that was the day we were shooting everything out of the sky. And it's like, eh, do you really want to be floating down from the sky tonight? Like we're, just, we're going buck wild. Anything that's up there, we're just shooting it down. Uh, I don't know. We had a like we it. had an eventful day here, huh? It was a terrible Sunday. Was when they did the flyover. I was like, those those jets might as well just hang around because. We don't know what's right. going to pop up. I, th- I think they were actually headed somewhere. It was just timing that they happened to fly over at that <laughs> right. time. They were actually on their way to. That see wasn't the actual flyover. That was just that was just a mission underway that just happened to coincide. <laughs> hey, real quick, because I know you got to go. You don't have a lot of time for us today, and I understand you've been up up and doing it since early this morning. Uh, Derek Carr was released a mm-hmm. couple of days ago. Crowder and I talked about this. We talked about it with a Ronde. Would would you rather have as your starting Dolphins quarterback next season Tua or Derek Carr? I think I think Tua. I th- I still think Tua. I I just like the way that offense really performed for the majority of the part of the season when he was in there. Um, you don't necessarily know if it's going to work with Derek Carr. I mean, he had weapons in in Vegas, and it obviously didn't end up working out. Um, but no, I, I I would stick with Tua. I, I I don't think I don't think Derek Carr is um, is going to be. Would it be appreciably different? I don't. I just don't know if it would be. Is there anybody you'd rather have uh, that that is feasible going into the off season? There's speculation. I don't know how legitimate the reports are, but speculation about Lamar Jackson. And even mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers, if he decides after his four-day uh, leave in the dark, if he decides he wants to leave Green Bay, do any of those names entice you? I was going to say Lamar Jackson, just because I thought the Dolphins should have drafted Lamar Jackson uh, when he was coming out. And then I was, I was, I was actually going to say, yeah, there's, there's a guy out there, but I don't think he's reachable right now. Um, he's probably somewhere without a cell phone. Room. Yeah. Yeah. So, but you would take him uh, over to, yeah. What's that? You would take him over to, though, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, you know, it's funny. It's funny because I, I believe you guys asked me the same question last year if we would take Aaron Rodgers over to And I, I, I think I made the point like, I think Tua might make that deal. I mean, it's Aaron Rodgers. If you saw the way he was kind of playing towards the end of the season, now they did get tripped up, but you're talking about one of the best quarterbacks of a generation, um, you know, on your team. How would you, how would you say no? to him so i if i i don't see that i don't know if i see that happening but i think this offense can still perform well under two but obviously you know the injury concerns are, are right there so all right there you go mike cuno from cbs4 you watch him and solana on cbs4 and uh, you could see cuno nationally on cbs sports hq when you can have solana on again oh uh, you know what? actually we haven't talked this week so what are you doing sunday <laughs> we'll book it right now. I uh, look at that. You're getting booked right now. I'm I'm free, but it's the All Star game at night, and I have Tito Benacci's wedding Sunday. So I like you have Tito's. I didn't get invited to Tito's wedding. I didn't get invited to Tito Benacci's wedding just for the gift alone. How would I not get invited? But uh, Cuno didn't invite me to his wedding either. So <laughs> yeah, I, it, you wouldn't have liked the food at my wedding. 
That's why. <laughs> I probably wouldn't have liked anything about it. Unseasoned grilled chicken and salmon on a on a bed of quinoa. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Did you make everybody right, eat right, healthy at your right. at your wedding? No, no. We we had we had really good food. No, Jenny pigs Jenny in a blanket. Food, so. Did you do pigs in a blanket during cocktail hour? No, that's not romantic at I all. I mean, a little wiener in a blanket. <laughs> What's not romantic about that? All right. Are you are you in for Sunday night, Solana? I'm in, Cuno. I'm in. All right, he's in. All right, all right. I'll see you Sunday. Can you bring Tito Bonacci and the uh, entire wedding party? <laughs> You know what's funny? I showed to a UM basketball game, and I sit down, and, and Tito was sitting right next to me. We had, we had seats next to each other. Didn't mention a wedding, so I'm a little man now. Uh, so yeah. no, he's not allowed over. He was probably not even looking at you the whole night. Yeah, was that the UM Duke game? No, this was uh, – I did go to the UM Duke game, but uh, no, this was earlier in the season. Well, you should see the seats that UM set me up with for that UM Duke game. Were you, weren't you, like, up in the in the rafters? I had a better chance of getting clipped in the ear by that flyover uh, from the Super Bowl Sunday night than I did seeing what was going on on the court. That's how they That's treat that. their distinguished alumni? And I was with Chris Whittingham, two very distinguished alumni. Oh, man. That's where you pull the Crowder car. Like, Crowder, give me some nicer tickets. Like Amazing. Come on. Um, just amazing. Bunch of people texting in, by the way, the Panthers, they don't do Papa John's. They do Huey Magoo's. You get the uh, buy one, get one chicken tender meal at any Huey Magoo's the day after a Panthers win if you're wearing some Panthers merchandise, which is why. What, what, is, what is that? It, it, Huey Magoo's? Well, there's, there's a few of them, I guess, in South Florida, but Aronde Gadsden literally went out and bought a Panthers T-shirt in order to get the buy one, get one chicken tender meal. After every Panthers victory, because there's a Huey Magoo's near him. I I have nothing for that. I have absolutely <laughs> yeah. nothing for that. I, I think it's a perfect punctuation for today's segment. See you, Cuno. <laughs> See you guys. There you go. Mike Cuno, CBS 4. We'll take a break. We'll come back with more Hockman and Crowder. You're listening to the Hawk and Crowder Show. Azucar! Hawk and Crowder. So a couple things, uh, actor and comedian Paul Reiser is coming to the Broward Center for the Performing Arts a week from tomorrow, and we've got a chance for you to win tickets. And if you do want to win them, just go online to wqam.com and uh, click on the contest tab and enter right there, and you might be going to see Paul Reiser at the Broward Center a week from tomorrow. Uh, We're celebrating, you know, pitchers and catchers reporting today, among a lot of other things that we have to get to this afternoon. There is some sad news from the world of baseball, though. Tim McCarver has passed away at the age of 81. Now, I don't know how familiar you are with him, Solana. Uh, He's been a broadcaster for really all your life, but I don't know how much national baseball broadcasts you watch. But he was also a fantastic MLB player as well. But Tim McCarver, who is the soundtrack of baseball for a lot of people my age uh passed away today at the age of 81 you familiar with them i know the name but yeah i'm not too familiar uh with his work honestly yeah legendary uh broadcaster hall of fame broadcaster uh for major league baseball he passes away again today at the age of 81 so here's what we have planned for you on today's show 
We will do 15 minutes of heat in the four o'clock hour. Solana's all gung ho about Kevin Love. Maybe we'll. Uh, first of all, he's got to get bought out by Cleveland, right? I mean, that like I don't. I we don't even know if they want to buy him out, right? Well, I mean, yesterday the report was that they're they're nearing a contract buyout. So I I believe okay. if Shams tweeted that out. It's possible because it's not official yet. It's possible that you know there, there's some sort of change of heart by one of the sides, and they're able to work things out. But my guess is, at some point today or tomorrow, it will be official. Out. He'll get bought out. And and very possible we hear about Russell Westbrook today, maybe with the Clippers. It's possible they got a uh, they got uh, the the approval to talk to him. He's still a member of the Jazz, and uh, uh, those two sides are in cahoots right now. All right, so we'll keep an eye on all that stuff. Today, also, Rob Pizzola will join us from the great nation of Canada, and we will talk about his Super Bowl prop bets, and we'll get a pick from him for tonight's Panthers game as they're in Washington, take on the Capitals. So uh, Crowder's off today. We'll take a quick break here. Three o'clock hour is next. You're listening to the Hawk and Crowder Show. Hey, ho, let's go. Hawk and Crowder.